Oh my gosh, you made it. It's the last episode in the Lisa Curry residency. Please don't forget to go buy her album, Alive, for a while. And thank you folks for listening. If you haven't listened to parts one, two, and three, this isn't going to make sense, but do whatever you want. Oh, hi, you're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all of the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney and am uniquely qualified to discuss this as I currently work, or I used to work, at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. And everybody's got a podcast. Okay. Um, where were we? I don't remember where we were. Um, which is oh here we oh. go okay <clears throat> telling a customer to fuck off you had a story you had another story you were like this is my favorite story yeah so um, again at Hard Rock I'm waiting on this couple they they're a little they're a little rougher on the edges mm-hmm. but they're polite enough they're cold but they're polite at the time I'm dating my ex who's a big Raiders fan and Hard Rock Cafe is next to the Raiders store. So that like this guy comes in with his girlfriend and he has like a Raiders keychain. And I was like trying to make conversation like, oh, Raiders. I was like, my boyfriend's a huge Raiders fan. And he's like, oh, cool. You know, like has this brand new keychain in a little package. Uh, I wait on them. They're fine. I'm I'm not expecting much, but I'm like, well, whatever. You know, who who gives a shit? I clear their plates. I drop their check. And I was like, all right, I'll be right back to grab payment from you. I go to the kitchen. Uh, which, by the way, is 100 miles away from the table yeah, it is. or the dish room. Drop off the dishes. I come back. They're gone. And I'm like, they're gone. And oh, and there's nothing in the book. They they left nothing. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I grab it and I see them walking out the front door. So I run to the front door and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? Where are you going? And the guy goes, oh, um, I thought we were supposed to pay at the host stand. But he was already leaving. Liar. They're past the host stand. They're out the front door. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh, I totally get it. I was like, no, you pay me. And he's like, oh, okay. So, like, kind of shuffles over to the machine with me because he does not want to pay. Hands me his credit card. I swipe it. Declined. At Hard Rock, no, no, it goes through. Oh, okay. At Hard Rock, you get, for listeners, you or at the time with their system, you would get two exact copies. So it doesn't matter. By the way, it almost never matters what fucking copy you give us. Just sign. We need to sign something. We need a signature. That's more important than the thing that says fucking merchant copy. I don't know why the computer even says that it doesn't make any sense. Yep. We need a signature. So I hand it to him with his card. I'm still standing there with him. He's still with his girlfriend or whatever she is. Uh, He just sloppily signs it with no tip. And hands it to me. He goes, is this your copy? And I go, oh, no, my copy is the one with the tip on it. And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Takes it back. Fills out a tip. Hands it to me. And I was like, hey, let me get that keychain. And he's like, <sighs> and fucking takes this brand new keychain out of his pocket and hands it to me. I was like, thanks. Have a good night. Wait, why did he give you the keychain? I don't understand. I don't know. Why did I rob him? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I think I was just so pissed, but I was like saying it in like a happy way. I was like, let me get that keychain. <laughs> Dead ass. And he's no, like, no reaction. Okay. Like, he's like, cool. Yeah, I, no, that makes sense. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Super fuck you. Stiff me. Fuck because you. Because I would have been, I would have been written up for that. And yep. it's like, yep. 
And in most cases, I mean, I've worked at a lot of places, the place where I work now or did work or whatever doesn't make us do this. But if customers walk out on a bill, very often your server has to pay that bill or your bartender yeah. or your whomever. So they tried to get me to pay somebody's at basics. Fuck and off. I told them, I was like, that's illegal. And they're like, it's not illegal. And I'm like, it is fucking illegal. I think it I is, like, isn't it? Actually it, is, illegal? it is illegal. And we went around and around. I was like, you can write me up. You cannot make me pay it. And they're like, you have to pay it. I'm like, uh, absolutely not. And it was like a huge, huge point of contention. And they eventually dropped it because it is fucking illegal. Wow. You can't make somebody pay a bill for somebody else that walked out. Fuck Sorry. You. That's part of owning a restaurant. That's that the cost of that. doing business. It's why it's like someone stealing a shirt out also, of the retail the business. The markup is like 75%. Yeah, I'm not paying retail up. for somebody's food that they walked out on for yeah. the place I work at. Yeah, for and real. If if you want me to pay it, I'm paying I'm paying the rate you paid for this substandard dog meat that you're charging $30 for. Fuck you. Okay. Um, which is worse? Hard Rock Cafe or selling shit out of your trunk? Like the coupon book job. Which is worse between the two? Oh, coupon book job is I the agree. worst. Okay. What's worst. W- what's worse? Starbucks or working for your family? <laughs> working for my family. Okay. What's worse? How sitting Although or... I enjoyed the work more. Working I mean, for your family, you enjoyed ceilings, but painting, I would take any day. Oh, you're good at that though. You Starbucks. like doing it. Yeah, yeah, you like doing it. Uh, what's worse? Basics or marmalade? Ooh, that's tough. Maybe basics because... Marmalade, at least the ownership didn't treat us like we were not humans. And we were we got free soup. So that was my Boy. lunch every day was free soup. <laughs> the low bar we set. What's worse, mm-hmm. uh, house manager or house sitter? House manager. House sitter is a fucking breeze. I'll, I'll sit your house today. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse, taking care of animals or taking care of people? People. Agreed. 100% agreed. How many bodily fluids have been on your person whilst you were on the clock? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> One time. One time, Kate, I was, and I will, one time I was babysitting my cousin. Mm-hmm. I was like 15. I didn't have a license, but my older cousin, his dad had a gambling problem. And oh so I couldn't babysit the night before. And he's like, all right, well, we'll go to the boat in the morning. This is like, you go to the boat in East Chicago to mm-hmm. like gamble. He's like, we'll go to the boat in the morning. Can, like, can you be here at nine in the morning or something? And I was like, yeah. So I get there and he's like, all right, Tyler's sleeping. When he wakes up, He's like, if you you go sleep on the couch or whatever, you go back to bed, watch TV. He's like, when he wakes up, he'll start crying and you'll hear him and then, you know, go get him out of his crib. And I'm like, okay. I wake up to the cry of a velociraptor, <laughs> like a blood curdling. I'm being stabbed multiple times. I'm on the edge of death scream. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I jump off the couch. I run into the room. Tyler had been put to bed in only a diaper. Nope, no pants to no pants to Catch protect the, the diaper from being taken off. He had had oh, a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> so much diarrhea. And had taken off his diaper. He I wish this was the time of smartphones because when I say every every crevice of his body was covered in shit. It was under his nails. It was in his ears. I think he was screaming because it was in his mouth. It was, it was on his eyelids. Oh but my you know, like, when? No. <laughs> it was on his eyelids, but you know when you, um, you know how mud dries and it starts to crack? It was dry and it was crumbling and it was in his eyelids. And I'm like, what 
<laughs> I'm 15. Ew. I'm getting paid like a dollar an hour. <laughs> I'm uh, every oh, I'm crying. crevice of his crib is covered. <laughs> and I was so scared that my cousin would think I was being neglectful. Oh. I still haven't told him to this day. He Wait. doesn't know. I called my sister-in-law freaking out. I scrubbed my baby cousin. I washed every, all of his bedding. I washed all of his toys. I put, I soaked everything in the tub and then put it in the washer. I washed it through two cycles and everything oh was back to normal seconds before my cousin got back home. Oh my God. It, was, it remains the most insane thing I've ever seen. I'm, I can't believe a kid even had enough shit to cover their entire <laughs> body in. And the whole room. Oh the my God. Room. Ew, that's the grossest. All right. <laughs> Horrifying. By the way, I didn't talk to that cousin for like because they're we're not I'm not that close with that cousin. Right. So I, you know, I I moved a few years later, didn't talk to that cousin, and then saw him like the shit covered cousin or the cousin that was shit, the dad? Shit, shit, shit covered covered. <laughs> saw him a couple years ago at Christmas dinner, and he's like, <laughs> you know, 20 or something and I or maybe like 22 and I told him this story in front of his new girlfriend yes <laughs> like, you had shit in your eyelids <laughs> do you understand best cousin ever all right we're oh, running boy. wait I don't want to lose time with you so I gotta get through these okay do you tip yeah how much it, especially now I mean always 20 percent okay. um now during pandemics 30 to 50 percent depending okay. on what I'm getting okay that's cool um do you ever not tip no. Oh, you know what? You know where I don't tip? Starbucks. Yeah, I'm off and on Sorry, with that. coffee shops. I might give you a dollar, maybe. I do a dollar. For the most part, yeah. for the most part, I don't. Just because I'm like, even when I worked there, I was like, why are people tipping us? Yeah. Um, do you <laughs> ever? I'm not doing anything. I'm pouring coffee into a cup. It's not like bartending. Um, I you... mean, I guess it kind of is. Tip, tip if you can, guys. They always should. Do you tip or do you not tip if the service is bad? No, oh, you'll still I'll tip. tip less. Yeah. yeah, that's what we all that's what we all say. Have you ever been stiffed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is the one location that you got stiffed at the most? Which of Hard Rock. Hard Rock. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. By a long mile. Because it's rock. it's tourists a lot and it's people who don't want to spend $30 stiffed on or a people bird. walking out on their bill or <sighs> people storming out and then coming back to leave a note scrawled on cardboard that I should kill myself because I didn't serve them because they didn't have an ID. Wow. Wow. Just super fun. Just like I would get letters on the back of who's got that kind of time. Who cares? Who cares? Oh God. I just can't. Okay. Uh, Were you ever fired from a customer service job? Was I? Isn't this crazy, folks, that she doesn't have a yes to this automatically for how (laughs) delightful she is? Um, Well, see, Hard Rock, I... That's a technicality because I avoided getting fired. Right. So you did not get to. I know. Managers. You didn't get fired. Um, It doesn't count. And I had my when I worked at the nightclub restaurant, the the one of the managers was stealing from me. Oh, all of us. He was because the the servers would drop the tips in like the slot. I know that they all do. He's like, oh, yeah, there's no tips for you this week. I'm like, that's not possible. My sister-in-law works with me. I'm sorry. She's family. She would not be. That bar I bartended at in Santa Monica where they always just decided what our tips. I just knew. I was like, no, no, this isn't. And that manager that, that, that was stealing from us had been fired from his prior Job. Managing job for, for stealing money. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. 
So and there you go. Like, Everyone deserves a second chance. I'm like, not on my. Not about financial account. shit. I'm, you yeah, I'm not giving them a second chance. No, bye. So I was talking shit about him freely and openly. Uh, and he fired me, fired, but yeah. I was friends with the owners. I was babysitting for the owners at the time. So they were like, don't worry about it. You're not fired. Come in tomorrow, uh, which made him seethe with anger. Um, <laughs> but also steal. Uh, so fuck him. Who cares? But also fuck all the way off. And then he ended fuck up getting fired up. shortly after that. Shocking. Who's, uh, can you think of an example of the worst customer you've ever had to interact with or deal with? Oh, God. I know there's probably many, but just an example of one. I don't. Oh, God. I can't think of one in particular. Okay. Like one doesn't even stick out, but it, there's a lot of people that have been real shitty. What's an, real what's, shitty. do you remember what any of the notes said that you got left on the back of the receipts? Um, oh yeah. One girl, when I, st- when I first started hard uh, bartending at hard rock, I made a drink, some girl's cocktail wrong. And rather than saying, Oh, Hey, I think this is wrong. Can you remake it? Cause who cares? Uh, she wrote <laughs> me like a very long letter on the back of her didn't tip. And then wrote like a note about like how I don't know how to bartend and I shouldn't be doing my job. And, and it's like, Who's got that kind of week? Also, this isn't my fucking area of expertise. I don't care. I I hope I don't know how to make these drinks. Are you joking? (laughs) Let me never know how. Fuck you. Okay. Well, that is it for the entrees. We hope you we're going on to the good stuff. We hope you saved room for dessert. (laughs) Okay. What was the (laughs) nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? while I was working. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I worked at Morton's, there was this, well, this guy was like a huge perv and would say gross shit to me, but every day he tipped me a hundred dollars. God damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's if he, pretty nice. Yeah. That you is know who else is really great. And I'll say his name on record. Cause he's a fucking amazing. Um, Tom Girardi. He was the lawyer on the Aaron Brockovich case. He was oh, a regular. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And in law school, he waited tables. So for him, he he was a regular. So we all knew that this was his thing. His policy is, I don't even want to look at the check. I'm not going to do the math. Add 25% for yourself and I'll sign it. Wow. I mean, Every time, like he, and could not be more polite always. And, and it's like, you would think big gestures stick out, but really it's people that are, just kind to you day in and out Girl, that, uh, yes. that, that really make a huge difference. It's a hundred small things because you're, you're mm-hmm. being, you're going there daily. So that hundred dollars mm-hmm. that you got once from one person is kind and awesome, but it is the day to day that makes it tolerable. Yeah. What's the best lesson you've learned from customer service, not from comedy, but from customer service. Mm. It's something that you can say directly from having worked in it. You, you behave differently. I think I, I definitely am more engaging with people and like ask them how they're doing. I've, I think I have better manners because you're, because it's so every table you're like, hi, how's your day? Thank you so much. Like there's, there's so many pleasantries that you're just in that zone headspace where Mm -hmm. then I go to the grocery store and I'm like checking out and I'm like, how's your day? You know, thank you so much. Have a great day. What like you, you just, you do the same things because you're so used to that being every single interaction. Mm. And I think also don't, don't judge people and rob, rob your boss. <laughs> like if your boss is not treating you well, <laughs> okay. rob them. Rob I people. Had, one time I was working, when I was working at basics, they were like, there was a guy that I was waiting on. He sat in my section. I had already started his order. And then the manager came over and he's like, Oh, um, I think that might be the guy that was here last week that walked out on his check. Not, I'm certain. I think that might be. He's like, I think he's homeless. 
go ask him for pay- tell him he has to pay before his food came- comes out and i said no that's and he's bullshit like, no, you, you to- think yeah, he goes, you don't even know gross yeah. and i was like not only am i not telling him I hope he doesn't pay because fuck these bitches that own this place. Yeah. They're greedy cunts yeah. and they should buy this homeless guy a meal if yeah. he is in fact homeless. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, and I'm he paid you. and he tipped. Bless a- him. And it was like, hmm. man, everyone, everyone deserves to be treated well. And I don't, I've heard, I've had different opinions over the years, but I, I, I've heard a lot of people say, well, if you can't afford a tip, don't go out. And oh, that's the whole tagline. Really that's the tagline of this whole podcast. So explain why it should not be the tagline, Lisa. I don't, I think if you can't afford to tip, don't go out repeatedly. But if you're, if you're fucking struggling and you want to give your family one goddamn night out and, and that means giving your server 10%, go. But that's a tip. Ten percent's a tip, though, girl. Yeah, yeah. Not tipping at all it is is a different thing. Like if you can only afford to tip a little bit, and but but I will say this: if you feel that you can't afford to tip, you better not be getting a sixteen dollar cocktail. See, so you, then you better like, but because it's like we're still working our asses off. But mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a. I know that's like contradicting what I'm saying, but like I I understand needing to treat yourself sure yeah but 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 within the parameters it's like i don't go to mastro's because i can't afford mastro's and i certainly couldn't afford it i may be able to how to rob them yeah but But it's like i mean i i can go out within my means i do think that there's something to be said for knowing your own limitations i mean it's it's a bummer but it's like yeah i don't also get to live in a million dollar home because i can't afford the mortgage Exactly. I mean, okay. Uh, what's the, um, I already asked that. What's the best tip you've ever gotten? Was it that hundred dollars or was there ever more than that? One time when I was catering and I looked up this woman recently, cause I remembered it out of nowhere. And she, uh, she passed away. Unfortunately, I was, when I was catering that we all do. on Thanksgiving, I worked a private party at this woman's house. Her name was Sharon Presser. This is how much of an impression it made on me that it stuck in my mind. I, and this is from over a decade ago. This wow. is probably 15 years ago. I was so broke and uh, I worked at her house on Thanksgiving and then she tipped me off the record. She tipped me cash $300 Wow! on top of, and it saved my fucking ass. Oh, you don't even understand in those moments. Yeah. I've had that where I was like, Oh, now I can pay rent because you just happen to be super generous at the 11th hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's- it's also like, Hey guys, people aren't working Thanksgiving because they love working Thanksgiving. Uh, they're working Thanksgiving because it's time and a half and they're counting they're counting on you being a little bit more generous. Being aware um, of the fact the, the some of the worst tips I've ever gotten have been on holidays and I just don't understand. I'm like, you think that I'm here on Christmas because I want to be with you and not my family? Like, well, you know what I mean? Like well, it's just yeah, let's yeah, here we go. That um <laughs> what's one this is the final question for dessert and then I'll because you've been on for a hundred years. Thank you for your time. What's one piece of advice you would give to customers? who interact with customer service workers always be nice mm. don't be a, don't be an asshole there's be. no reason to be an asshole ever i don't give a fuck what your day is because you don't know what my day is and it's like back to the beginning of this like it, somebody could be working three jobs to survive there yeah. when i was working at basics a very good friend of mine died and i found out on my shift and i went to the bathroom and i quietly cried for like a minute. And then I had to pull myself back together and go out to tables and be like, would you like some more coffee? Like I just found out a close friend of mine died. I'm, I'm, I have to keep it together through the end of my shift because I can't afford to miss out on the $40 I'm going to make through the rest of this shift. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
mm-hmm. you never know what somebody's going through, you know? And it's like somebody could be fucking sick or under any amount of stress. And it's start out polite. And maybe also, and this is just like a tip for life. If somebody's rude to you immediately, maybe it's because they're under a lot of stress. Try being nice first. If they continue to be a cunt, go after them. Fuck um, them in a fire. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, how can people get in touch with you, Lisa? You're a social media whore, particularly on Twitter. So what are your various handles and how weird is it for you to not be touring the country right now? Like, you know, when, when does that happen again? When do you, when do you perform again? How do people get in touch with you? Oh, oof. I don't know when I perform again. Uh, cause I'm not, uh, one of those comics that's doing shows in the face of COVID <laughs> to you all. I hope you're all doing so well out there and I'm glad to continue making sacrifices so you could do a fucking show in Arizona. You cunts. I, uh, I have no idea when I'm going to be doing shows again. I hope it's early next year. That's that's the hope. What I'm banking on. So what are your? You can find me on Twitter at Lisa underscore Curry. You could find me on Instagram at Olympian Lisa Curry, and you could find all of my other information about. Oh, I have an album coming out September second. What? My very first album. Amazing. You could find all that information on my website, LisaCurry.net. Amazing. Get her album. Well, folks, we're going to drop your checks now. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service from Hell, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell your friends to listen. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind when we catharsis for those of us working in the industry still. If you want to get in touch with us here at Service from Hell, send us your receipts or your questions or your comments at servicefromhellpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out, Lisa. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks for being on, Lisa. You gave us 600 years of your time. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I think if you enjoy this podcast, you should Venmo Kate because she doesn't have Patreon yet. Okay, thanks. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week.